Hello, my name is Rick, and this is the Voice of Jesus Ministries. Welcome back. If you're a return visitor and for someone that's new, especially welcome you. Thank you for clicking on this video. Before we get started, as I always do, the promise from Jesus at gmail.com. The promise from Jesus at gmail.com. That's a, a, a way for you to write in, ask a question, share a thought, a concern, anything you'd like. It's, it's there for you. You can also use the comment section on YouTube if you like. And so uh, the last time we were uh, together, we were in uh, chapter 8 of the Gospel of John, also known as the teachings of Jesus as recorded by John. And I am going to be reading out of the intralinear today. And uh, what's interesting is that uh, we only got about uh, 14 or 15 verses in on chapter 8. Uh, and we stopped. Uh, chapter 8 is an incredible chapter. It has some powerful and, and super dynamic teaching in it from Jesus that uh, each one of us uh, needs to apply to our life. Uh, that's the cool thing about Jesus' teachings is that uh, every single one of them can be applied to our lives to uh, change us in a way that is uh, heavenward. And so uh, where we left off the last time, um, I think we got through verse 16, but I'm going to back up a couple uh, verses uh, where Jesus is, is uh, um going on with his teachings, and he made this statement. You'll recall from the last video, he said, You judge according to meaningless human nature. I do not judge. That is one of his teachings I want to apply to my life. Because I don't want to get caught in uh, that scenario Especially at this point in my life. Now, as a young man, oh, baby. I, I mean, I was all over that. Uh, you know, I judged according to meaningless human nature. Because it was just part of my life. And, you know, when you're a young person, you do things that, uh, well, just like the word says. But, Jesus said he doesn't judge. And that's important. I, I really can't emphasize enough to anyone who's watching that you lock into this where Jesus says, I do not judge. You have to understand that he doesn't place any judgment on us. He's our father. He is our comforter. He is the, the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus. He is everything to us, and he cares for us as our shepherd, as a shepherd cares for its sheep. You know, he looks after us. He takes us, you know, from the thorns and thickets and puts us into the greenest pastures you can possibly imagine. So if, if you're feeling judgment, and if it's coming from around you, try to get it stopped. If you're feeling judgment and you're doing it to yourself, try to get it stopped, okay? Because there's joy once you get past that. I mean, there's really, there's a lot of joy once you get past that. Let's go on, verse 16. And if I now administer justice, my justice is truth, and yet I am not alone, because I exist in Father who sent me. Catch hold of that. 
Jesus says, and if he administers justice, you know that the justice that comes forth from Jesus is pure and holy. His justice that's applied to our lives is a justice that is non-judgmental, non-critical, but pure and holy, and it actually is full of joy. His justice brings joy. And it, it, it's, a, it's a means for us to grow. When we stand in the justice of Jesus, we're growing as his children, his, his wonderful children. And so that's something that's, that we should lock into. Now, the second part of that verse, it says this. He says, I am not alone because I exist in Father who sent me. And I want, I want you to get a hold of that too. He says, I exist in Father who sent me. They're one. When he says, I exist in him, he is one with Father. And when he came here, you know, Father is omnipotent. And he's omnipresent. And he's omniscious. We know that, okay? So he can be in heaven and he can be here at the same time. And his, when, when a, just imagine this, a portion of our Father's Spirit came forth from him just came forth from him and entered into the earthen vessel that we call Jesus. And there he is, walking amongst us. And we refer to him as Jesus because it was the name that was given to him. But what is really amazing about that is that just think of all those people when he was here with us, walking on the face of this earth, who were in his presence. They were in the presence of the Almighty. They were in the, in the presence of Yahweh. They were in the presence of holiness. And yet, it, it's, it, it was behind an earthen vessel called Jesus. And it's, it's for our sake that it was. Did you ever stop to think about this? That, you know, Jesus, the earthen vessel, was the shield that kept God's Holy Spirit from overwhelming us, from knocking us back to the ground, from causing us to fall out. It was like, a, it was like you know, our, like our earthen vessels that we live in. It's pretty amazing. I, I just think that thought is crazy cool, and I hope that you don't think I'm uh, going off on it. And if I am, it's my thing to do, right? You love me, I hope. Verse 17. Now, even in your law, it is written that the testimony of two people is true. I testify about my own father's existence. He testifies about sending me and who I am. And that I am, capital I, capital A. Then they said to him, where is your father? Jesus replied, Neither my father nor I are known. If you knew my father, you would have also known me. And how true is that? You know, when he was talking to the Judeans and he said to them, If you knew my father, you would know me because you're looking at him. You are talking with him. You are experiencing him. But no, no, they, their, their uh, question was, 
Where is your father? Jesus spoke these words in the temple, teaching near the treasury room. And no one took hold of him because his time had not yet come. Verse 21. Then Jesus further declared to them, You will debate me, and because of your error, I am going to die. And when I am going, and where I am going, you will not be able to come. So let me read it again because I stumbled on it. He says, you will debate me and because of your error, I am going to die. And where I am going, you will not be able to come. Then the Judeans said, surely he will not kill himself. Really? Did they actually think that? Did they actually think that? You know, wow. You talk about not having a connection with Father. You know, I mean, wow. Where I am going, you will not be able to come. And they wanted to know, is he going to kill himself? Verse 23, then he said to them, you are of the earth. You are in accordance with this world. I am from above. I refuse to be in accordance with this world. Wow. Holy moly. Wow. That's a big wow. I want to read it again. Then he said to them, You are of the earth. You are in accordance with this world. I am from above. I refuse to be in accordance with this world. Wow. Do you realize that Jesus is talking about something that is probably hypersensitive to most people? Right there. That's verse 23. Maybe different in your version. I don't know what versions you use. There's a gazillion of them out there. But isn't that amazing? He tells the Pharisees that they are in accordance. They are in accord with this world. Their lives line up with this world. The things that they do are are a part of this world. They are not in alignment with the things of heaven. They are not in alignment with the things of God, with Jesus, with what is holy. He flats out tells them, you guys, you know, listen to me. Your whole thing is lined up with this world. And that has to do with this very first verse that I started out with today. Right here, when he says to him, you judge according to meaningless human nature. And that's what everybody does when they're judging. You know, when you're judging, you're judging according to meaningless human nature. When the Pharisees and Sadducees and the scribes and anyone that has anything to do with what they believe to be the things of God during that time, and they are not part of him. I mean, Jesus is flat out saying, you're in accordance with this world. Do you realize that the things they were teaching people were in accordance with this world? Do you realize that their teachings were laced, were intertwined with the affairs of this world? In accordance with this world. And that makes it not so good. That also makes it where we are today. 
where things get real messy, real messy. Because there's many people teaching today that their teachings are coming with accordance of this world. And their lives are in that particular place as well. And Jesus said, I refuse to be in accordance with this world. Boy, that should settle it. You know, um, um, I attend a men's uh, Bible group uh, during the week, and there's a fellow in there that if he heard that, he would probably say this, okay, that's it. We don't need to hear anymore. We're done here. That is the sum of the whole matter. And yeah, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot to that right there where Jesus says, I refuse to be in accordance with this world. Verse 24, therefore, for this reason, I say, you will die in your error. That's what he tells them. He tells the, the, these people and the Pharisees and all the other teachers that were there. He tells them, he said, because of this, you will die in your error. For if you do not believe that I am, you will die in your air. Wow, that's, that's heavy, isn't it? Verse 24, chapter 8. Check it out in your version. And research it. Dive into that because it's powerful. Make it a part of your life. Make it something that you can apply to your life. Verse 25. Then they said to him, who are you? Can you? Oh, my goodness. First, who is your father? Now, who are you? Talk about the blind. And Jesus said to them, the one, this is a capital O, okay? The one who has spoken to you from the beginning until now. Okay, we're talking about the beginning until now. The spoken word in the beginning. Amen. In the beginning, he was the spoken word. Then he was the spoken word for God. Then he was God, the spoken word. Wow. Wow. In the beginning, he says, until now. Verse 26. He that sent me is the truth. And as I hear from him, I proclaim the same to the earth. But your proclamations hold much about condemnation, because you refuse to learn of the Father's declarations. See, I told you this was meaty. I told you there's a lot here. There is so much. You can take one verse here and, wow, paint the house with it. You know what I'm saying? Verse 26 again. He that sent me is the truth. Okay, Jesus is saying he that sent me, who he came forth from, is the truth. So when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the only source of life, what's he saying? He's saying, I am God. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And as I hear from him, I proclaim the same to the earth. 
That's the earthen vessel. That's the humanity part of Jesus speaking. Because, you know, Father is within him. And as that earthen vessel hears from him, because you have to remember that earthen vessel has to react and respond and it has to interact with all the people. And so it, you, you see what I'm saying? Father doesn't need an earthen vessel. You know, they, they say there's been near-death experiences that say that when they were in heaven, that they didn't have to talk. That the communication was just coming to and forth as though you were talking. Well, that's not how it was going to happen when Jesus was here because, think about it, the people had a lot to, to absorb and to take in as it was just looking at an earthen vessel that was Jesus, God, in the flesh. Wow. So that's why he says, as I hear from him, I proclaim the same to the earth. But he tells them, look, but your proclamations, the things that you proclaim, they hold much about condemnation. And it's true. When you look at the religions of yesterday of yesterday, and the, uh, the religions of today, they are filled with condemnations. Oh, my goodness. They just drive me personally a little crazy, you know, because it's like it's not necessary. We don't need this. What we need is the promise. What we need is the Holy Spirit in our lives in a way that Jesus taught where he'll take over and he'll guide us, teach us, and direct us and lead us. And you can't go wrong and you can't be hoodwinked. Verse 27 Concluding on this, the, the prior verse 26, he says, Because you refuse to learn of the Father's declarations. Now, you know, that's a, a, an absolute fact. When you are operating in accordance with the world and practicing a religion, you don't realize it, first of all, because you're not able to receive the truth. Second, you are not going to practice in accordance with the declaration of God. Neither are you going to be able to learn. No, you have to, you have, to have your life, your heart, in a, in a right place first before that can happen. It's a true story. It's a true story. John 14, 15. It's very, very clear, very straightforward. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments or my teachings or my precepts. You will keep the things that I give to you if you love me. And by the way, who's the only one that knows if you love Jesus? I know you're over there thinking right now, well, I know. <laughs> not really, not really. You know, we've been taught that no person knows another person's heart. And you know what? Do you think you know your own heart? It says for only God knows the heart, the inner person, the spirit person, the person who lives in the earthen vessel. You may know your earthen vessel. You may know how you are if you are acting in accordance with this world. But... 
We're not talking that. We're talking spiritual matters here. We're talking the things of God here. And so the question is, the question is, do you love Jesus? Because if you do, you will keep his teachings. And if you keep his teachings, he has made a commitment, a promise, a promise. Imagine this. Father has made a promise that he will give you the promise, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. And you will know it and you won't be in a place where these Pharisees were. Verse 28, and Jesus said, when the son of mankind is exalted, then you will know that I am. Capital I, capital A. Now, as Father directs me, I proclaim only these things and establish nothing of myself. Can you get a hold of that humility that Jesus was proclaiming out of the earthen vessel that he was within? And of course, we're talking about Father here. He is, he is, he is letting the people know, look, I'm not going to be telling you anything anything. What I'm telling you is coming straight from Father. I will not set up anything of myself here. Why? Because he said it in verse 23. I refuse to be in accordance with this world. Okay? Lock into that. Jesus, even though he was in an earthen vessel, he had it under submission to the power of the Holy Spirit. He refused to say anything or allow anything to be said by the earthen vessel. The things that came from Jesus came straight from Father, the Holy Spirit, right through him out of his mouth. That's really what he's saying right there. That's just amazing. In verse 29, Father sent me, and he is with me, leading me at all times. He will not leave me alone because I please him. I think that is absolutely amazing. Okay. He says, because I please him. Okay. I want to ask you a question. Do you please Father? Do you please the Holy Spirit, do you please Jesus in anything and everything that you do in your life? And where is your accordance? What are you in accord with? Are you in accord with the Holy Spirit? Are you in accord with the Word? This is something that we have to ask each one of us and search our hearts our hearts, search them. And when I say heart, I'm talking about our inner person. Because you do know that you live in an earthen vessel. But you know, if you're a child of God, you know that inner person. You know the person that was breathed into that earthen vessel, that breath of life that came straight from Father. So, do you please him? And is your accordance in alignment with the things of God? Okay, with that, I'm going to stop. Because to go on would make the, would make the video very long. And I, I 
truly try to keep the videos uh, at a smaller pace. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time today to share in this. We, we're going to stop at, at verse 29, and we'll pick it up again in the next video. Just take some of this into consideration. Go back and listen to it again. There is a lot here. Oh my goodness, there's so much here. Jesus has given us so much. And like I said, with just one verse, you could paint the inside of your house with it. So until next time, Jesus loves you. God bless you. And I'm, I hope you're getting something out of this. Share it with a friend. Um, do the thumbs up thing on, on YouTube if you like them. And, and share a comment. And I just asked you to, to uh, uh, come back and learn some more. It's a pleasure to have you. So until next time, God bless you. And Jesus loves you. Bye-bye.